The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Um, my friends, you know that podcasts are incredibly popular these days. And a reminder, you can download the 630 Chat Afternoons podcast and the Ryan Jesperson Show podcast anywhere you find your podcasts. There is a new one to choose from. It was started by three Métis librarians uh, who all met while working at the University of Alberta. So hold on a second because I need to get everyone clicked here. One, two. Oh. Oh, hold on. Almost have it. It's tricky. There we go. Hold on. Okay, I've got them all now. On the phone this afternoon, Tanya Ball, Sheila LaRock, and Kayla Larson. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me and, and help uh, help me out on this. You call it the Book Woman Podcast, but you also have, uh, it, it, I believe, it in Métis, and I, I don't want to say it wrong. Can you say the name of your podcast for me? Yeah, so it's in Cree, and this is Kayla speaking. It's Cree. Okay, um, Kayla. Okay. So it's in Cree, and it's Miss Nigan Isquiak, which roughly translates to a bookwoman or a female librarian. Okay, very nice. So you guys all met at the University of Alberta. What was it, first off, what was it like to find other Métis librarians all in one place? It must have felt like having an immediate family. Um, this is Sheila speaking. I can go first. Okay. Um, I moved here from Toronto. Um, I was I went to library school in Toronto and was working out there for a few years. So it was really refreshing for me to find some community yeah. and some relatives again. It was it was great. Um, Tanya, what was it like? Why did you decide to start a podcast? Actually, it was kind of a series of events that led us to starting this podcast. I actually worked as an intern with the University of Alberta Press, and we started a project, um, a large-scale conference called The Writing Stick, and this is one of the projects that kind of spawned out from that. Uh, uh, basically, what we wanted to do was create a, a resource for Indigenous people interested in getting their story out there. Very cool. Okay, now, so season one is done. Can you give us an idea, if I went and downloaded, what kind of stories would I find on there? Kayla, how about you answer that one? Yeah, so for season one, um, it's very varied because we like to say, like, there's different ways of telling stories. We can tell story, like, verbally, we can read stories, but there's other ways that people tell stories. So some of the things that you're going to find on there is traditional storytelling with some of our friends out at Masquachies. But we also have things like we have a burlesque performer that is on talking about how burlesque can be used as a form of storytelling. Or we have one of our students that Tanya and I taught, who's one of our colleagues now in the libraries, um, is a illustrator. So we were talking about how pictures can tell stories and can be interpreted differently. So there's lots of different ways of telling stories. There's kind of the traditional way, but then there's more of a contemporary way of thinking about storytelling as well. I've always thought, and some of the people that I spent a lot of time with when I was growing up uh, in kid, uh, as a kid in, in schools, I spent a lot of time in the library and a lot of time with the librarians there, and I've always believed them to be great storytellers. But doing it by podcast is, is different. Did you see yourself as storytellers going into this, or are you learning how to become storytellers. Sheila? Um, I would say maybe a bit of both. Um, I guess as a Métis woman, um, we're all storytellers yeah. and we're all just 
so hilarious, right? <laughs> that's how, yes, we are. That's how we, yeah, that's how we can get away with telling the same jokes over and over again. Um, but I think getting to really used to uh, the way that we come across and we speak and uh, the knowledge that we're translating when we speak and when we tell our stories. Um, I think I've really developed as a storyteller. You've developed as a storyteller. Tanya, how about you? What do you think? Uh, I'm with Sheila on this. I'm kind of on the fence. If we, are, if we are the storytellers, I mean, ultimately what we're trying to do is just uplift Indigenous, indigenous voices altogether. So I think that we accomplished that and we're just looking at different local artists and storytellers and seeing what they have to say. In one of the articles that I was reading uh, about your new podcast, uh, you had talked about uh, one of you had described one of your, after uh, one of your episodes is saying it's, it's important to remember that not all Indigenous stories are negative. Is that the sense that you've had over the years that maybe that's what some believe Kayla yeah well I think that comment might have been for me and so it's one of those things like when we think about indigenous storytelling we want it we really want to have them as a place of resiliency for indigenous people and kind of in way that we continue on with our traditions and narratives but I think when I was talking about that it's more like when individuals say, you know, oh, like old Indian lore or something like that mm. says, like, that's not always what it is. Sometimes it's, you know, speaking our truth. It's going farther than that. So that's one of the things that we really want to show is that, like, Indigenous stories are living and it's not like an old wives tale. They're here and they're in the presence and they continue to be told for future generations. So The Métis population in Canada sits at around, I think, last uh, census in 2016, it was about 560,000 people. So still fairly small. Is this a, is this a way to, to bring the community together um, and, and maybe make it uh, a bit bigger um, by, by sharing these stories to people who don't know them? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, it's what it's interesting because Tanya, Sheila, and I all grew up in kind of different areas. Tanya's family's from Manitoba, Sheila's is from Saskatchewan, and mine's from Alberta. And even though we're provincially separated, we still have a lot of stories that are fairly similar or kind of lived experiences that we had in our childhood that surround stories that are similar, even though we're not from the same place. Uh, there are differences, but there's still those like little distinct similarities between the stories. So I think it is a way of coming together and building community what are and you, also sharing our culture yeah and uh, what what are you hoping that others will take away from it tanya i'll ask you that one honestly i'm i'm really hoping that we kind of attack some of these stereotypes that are going around especially around metis culture there's a big um, myth that metis means mixed and that's completely untrue just like kayla was saying we have a unique distinct culture mm-hmm. that fans across the Métis homeland. So I think that's a really important aspect of it for me, at least. Sheila, what about you? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's really like we um, we definitely are spread out across um, different areas across the prairies. So any chance that we get to bring together mm-hmm. um, our community and develop a sense of uh, who we are as like modern people that yeah. exist today. <laughs> like I'm speaking to you on my iPhone today, so <laughs> like uh, an old one. Like not, not <laughs> like not the latest one, but you know, like we definitely are modern people, and we we are still here today. And how we connect um, is really important to us. But how cool is it that you decided to do it to do a podcast? Because uh, you know, I, I've worked in I've worked in broadcasting for 33 30 years. I've been thinking about doing a podcast for for 
for ages. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't know where to start. Kayla, was it was it tricky to figure out how to do one? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I don't think any of us really had that much experience with podcasting. Um, I know definitely myself. I didn't have any experience with it, and it took me a really long time to kind of like learn how to do some of the things that we need to do around podcasting. Like I still don't do most like any of the editing of the episodes. <laughs> it was really weird to also hear your own voice for the first time yeah. in a different medium. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, trust trust me, that never gets weird. It, it always yeah. so it remains weird for a long, long time. What's next for season two, Sheila? Um, well, we're in the process right now of applying for a few grants. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can um, hopefully get better microphones <laughs> and um, continue to pay an honorarium to our guests. Yeah. Um, we have a list. I have a list in my mind of people I'd like to talk to. And uh, we just want to be able to pay our Indigenous artists um, accordingly, is there time for sharing their knowledge with us? Yeah, and also just, you know, getting those stories out there. I just, I think that is so very important. Yeah, I, absolutely. I really, really do. Um, so where can we find uh, your podcast? Uh, you can so actually you find can... it anywhere you download podcasts. Anywhere. Yep. All right. Anywhere. You can go to our website as well, bookwomenpodcast.ca. You can have the uploads right there, too. Oh, right. Book Women Podcast. Uh, Tanya, Sheila, Kayla, continued best of luck with your podcast. And thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, take care now. Okay, let's see if I can do this. There we go. Um, so, yeah, again, uh, it is called the Book Woman Podcast. Um, three Métis librarians who and you got to know each other by working at the University of uh, Alberta. Uh, Masna uh, Gwyn uh, Isquiak, uh, the name of, of the podcast in Cree, but um, you can find it at Book Women Podcast online or anywhere you get your podcast. So I know a lot of you are really into podcasts. I still haven't quite gotten into them. I, I'm not even sure where to start. What is your what, what podcasts are you listening to uh, right now? And I saw a question the other day. I thought it was really interesting because uh, it was asking about what you think is you know your favorite length. Would you, is it 20 minutes? Minutes? Is it 30 minutes? Is it 40 minutes? Or is it an hour? But I'd love to know, uh, besides 6.30 chat, what you're listening to on your podcast. Maybe it's the Super Awesome Science Show with our pal Jason Tetro.